Hi, everyone. I would like to give a very special welcome to today's guest, Hannah, most known as the fan favorite Chief Stew on Below Deck Mediterranean. Welcome, Hannah. Hi, Jenny. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm doing so great. First of all, I want to thank you and give you a huge, huge thank you, not only for being here today, but for having me on your podcast back in January. Oh, that was so much fun. That was so brilliant on your part, by the way, because we all, you know, like the Bravo fan accounts, we all, you know, like go on each other's podcasts, but you actually did like a special couple episodes to have yeah. a bunch of different fan accounts on. How did that all go? Were you surprised at, you know, like how much activity it was? It was. On? It was so much fun and I think that like I got such good feedback from it and it's so funny because I'm actually I've just taken a break for from the podcast um, and I'm just like kind of thinking now about season three and I literally said to my manager yesterday I was like I think that I really want to start getting kind of the big fan accounts because a lot of people that listen to my podcast are obviously massive Bravo fans. And it's really interesting for them to hear the opinions of people who do have the big, um, you know, uh, Bravo accounts and things like that. So I'm going to try and find a way to like integrate that into season three a bit as well. That'll be so fun. It's wild. I mean, you have Bravo that people across the world are watching. I mean, I'm in the US here in Australia. So it's so interesting that we're all watching the same thing. We all have different viewpoints on it. And then on top of it, there's this whole other layer with within social media where there's more action going on. There's even the cast of these shows are they have side drama in on social oh, yeah. media. It's been Do you know what's so hilarious is that started in a massive way on season two of Below Deck Med. Um, and there wasn't the big Bravo like fan accounts yeah. and stuff back then because that was 2017, I think. Yeah. So that kind of wasn't a thing back then. But the fights we used to get into on Twitter and things like that was so hilarious. And uh, I used to kind of like, because a lot of the time I'd be in France, so the show would air at 3 a.m. And I could have been like at a beach club or something drinking rosé all day. And then I'm tweeting at 3 o'clock in the morning and I'd wake up and be like, oh, my God. (laughs) Take that tweet down. Take that tweet down. Do you go back and delete them or you just leave them? Um, no, like back then I used to delete some the next day that were like, not good. Um, but yeah, I hardly even tweet now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's where I started was just live tweeting because COVID happened. Everyone was at home and nobody around me. I mean, even before COVID happened, no one around me really watched, you know, Bravo, but I find below deck so interesting from the rest of Bravo because it really has grown since it started and you've been a big footprint in that whole process and evolution. How do you see Below Deck now, now that you've left? Um, So I still watch, um, I watch everything except Med. Um, And I really like sailing because I feel like it's almost like, you know, with the, you know, regular, med I think we've got one coming out in Norway but sailing is like a different 
it is a different show in some ways. Like it's very well known in the yachting community that you either work on super yachts or you work on sailing yachts. And they're two usually very different people as well. Um, so I like the fact that like Daisy, Colin, Gary, they're a bit rougher around the edges. Um, they go way harder. Like that first Daisy told me that was that like the first episode of sailing this last season was crazy. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then I watched, I was like, oh my God, you're picking up charter tomorrow. Like what the fuck are you doing? But they're just so hardcore. I love it. I'm very jealous. I like have three glasses of wine now and I struggle through the next day. So I don't know how Daisy does it. She's a fucking machine. That woman. I know. I don't get it. I don't get it. And speaking of, I actually, I've quit drinking and I'm a, what they call California sober. So I still um, consume cannabis. I was wondering in Australia, what are the laws over there? And is it like taboo still? Because we're going through a time of legislation reform in the US. And I was just wondering how it is I've never been to Australia. I'm dying to go. I had a ticket once, but then my mother got sick. And so I just, I held off on it and it's still on my list of things to do. Yeah. Well, you've got a tour guide when you do come. I I don't know like the details of like whether you can possess a small amount for your own, but you can't, it's like, it's that, that weird thing where like, you can i think it's you can possess a small amount for your own consumption but you can't buy it yeah but you can't grow it either so it's oh really okay yeah yeah. um Um, and i think it's i personally think it's insane because i just go like i grew up on a very small island and it was very like it was a lot of hippies and i just go like you know what i don't really remember a time when a woman turned around and said oh my husband had two joints and then beat the shit out of me in front of my kids like if alcohol is legal then there is absolutely no reason why marijuana shouldn't be legal because it alcohol has much more devastating effects gambling has much more devastating effects on families and lives than marijuana does you know cupcakes and ice cream is really awful for me like I'm addicted to that (laughs) but I mean really you could say um people can get addicted or over consume or abuse things when it comes to anything like you could be you know exercising too much like on one hand it's for you but then like at what point if you're like hobbling and you're injured and you're still trying to work out like is that really healthy for you it's like the same with food you know obesity is a massive issue in the united states but they're you know all they're doing is creating more fast food and cheaper worse quality bad food for you so it's just yeah i think the whole thing's a little crazy do you not watch below deck mad because of sandy yeah are you no i literally prefer to sit on my couch and hit my head continuously with a dictionary than watch that I totally think it's considerably less painful. (laughs) What do you, what are you working on now? We know that you've had a baby, a beautiful, gorgeous baby, Ava. You've gotten married. You found the love of your life. What's next for Hannah? So I just got back from Europe where we filmed The Real Love Boat, which I'm so excited about because it's just such a different it's such a different beast than Below Deck, you know? It's a really different show. 
I got to showcase like very different skills. I didn't need to set any fucking tables. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was lots of fun. Yeah, no, that's great. I'm looking forward to watching that. What do you think are, I mean, now that you're a mother and you've been a chief stew, what do you, do you feel like, cause I've been a full-time stay-at-home mom for like the last four years and I've been going kind of crazy. And mm-hmm. like for me, day to day, you're, you know, I'm, I was alone all the time and like, it's just constantly cleaning and all these things. In my mind, as I was going through my day to day, I kept thinking like, this is how a chief stew feels, I think. Yeah, but like with nine babies. Yeah, and they're all- That's true. Yeah, (laughs) and they're just so high maintenance. Like my kids will just, you know, yell and scream, obviously, you know, I don't know. Hopefully there aren't too many- Nuts, nuts, nuts. Do you feel like being a chief stew prepared you to for motherhood at all? You know, it was so funny because this woman reached out to me and she was um, a big fan of the show. Uh, and she had worked with very high profile people in the Mediterranean on their yachts. And she was like a mother nurse. Mm-hmm. And um, I told my, and she's like, if you need any help, like I'm in Sydney, blah, blah, blah. And I told my husband, I'm like, I've looked after the fucking Russian mafia, okay? No baby is going to get under my skin. This is going to be easy. Like, and I think I called her on like day six, like rocking back and forth in the corner. I'm like, please come over and help me. Like, it was, it's oh just God. so, I thought it would have prepared me because I'm like, I'm used to not sleeping. I'm used to like running around all the time, but it just doesn't because when it's your baby like you obviously care so much more than charter guests charter guests you're like you know it'd be devastating if one of you fell overboard but also it would be one less place to set in the morning you know there's pros and cons (laughs) like let's be honest (laughs) whereas with your baby you very much want to make sure yeah. that they are perfect at all times. Oh my god! And I think um, I'll never forget actually when I when we moved into this house, Ava was she was a year, and um, we had all these boxes, and then she threw up on her long sleeve sleeping bag before I went to bed, and I couldn't find. Um, I couldn't find another one and there was just boxes everywhere. So I put her in like two long sleeve ones, put her in a short sleeve sleeping bag and then turned the heater on. And my mom said the next morning, she's like, oh, we've, we've got to find those long sleeve ones because her hands were a little bit cold. And I like burst into tears and started like sobbing hysterically. I was like, I'm the worst mom in the world. Oh my God, her hands were a little cold. Oh my God, my daughter was cold. And it was just like, okay, calm down. Like she was a little bit cold on like her hands. It's fine. Like, Aww. so I just think, when you love something that much, you just want them to be like the happiest and the most comfortable they can be at all times, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. It was actually hilarious because I was talking to my girlfriend the other day. She was over here on a Sunday night and like Ava is starting to have like tantrums and stuff now. Mm-hmm. And the other day she had this massive one at like our local beach. And uh, I just looked at her and I was like, oh, honey, 
I was on reality TV for five years. You can't embarrass me. Like, if you'd seen what I'd done in front of the world, you would know that I'm just going to go and sit down, put a podcast on and let you go for gold. Like, oh. I don't care about bad looks. I don't <laughs> care if people think I'm a bad mom. Like, you can't do anything to embarrass me now. Bravo already did it, okay? <laughs> oh. So does that mean you would never go back if they, like, begged you and they are like, we have a show for you. Would you ever go back? No, look, I think... Um, I think like I've got a really good relationship with Bravo. We don't have any kind of bad blood between us. I don't really know if I would go back in like a full-time capacity. Mm -hmm. um, I'm good friends with Jason and Lee. I'm actually chatting with Lee in like 20 minutes. So um, oh, I'm really good friends with both of them. So if they ever like got in trouble mm -hmm. and they needed somebody to come and stand in or finish their season off for them or anything like that, then I would help the two of them. And I love Glenn as well, but I don't think I could go on a sailing boat and I don't think you'd want me on a sailing boat. So. <laughs> I mean, the sailing boats, they just have a whole nother like set of problems to deal with because of the sailing part of it. But sailing, like you said, there's just like a something about it. It's like old school, like very, I don't know, whimsical. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. And like, but even when I go on sailing boats, like for my own like enjoyment, I'm like, mm hmm. I'd still prefer to just be on a Supiad. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show, Hannah. I am forever grateful to you. Everyone who is listening or watching, make sure you go check out Hannah's new show, The Real Love Boat. Of course. Thank you for having me. And I'll be hitting you up for season three of uh, Dear Reality. <laughs>